message from Mickey and I. As of the recording of this episode, the Harry Potter Series 2 series was a rumor, and it had not been leaked. However, it only consists of 16 minifigures, so it doesn't really affect most of the calculations. Just add a plus one to the license area. The Brickbelt Podcast will resume momentarily. Please hold. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Brickbelt Podcast, your hub for Lego information, rankings, and more. I'm Mickey, and that's Ohm. And today, we're going to continue and finish our talk about Lego collectible minifigures with part two. My favorite series, just because I love so many of the figures in this series, is the recent-ish series number 19 from 2019. I like this series. It's pretty cool, in my opinion. Let's go down the list and see which ones are cool and which ones are not. The modern minifigure series that are not licensed, I really don't like. I don't buy them because they don't look cool. Mm. There's just some of these look very cool in my opinion, but I don't know. Rugby right. player, kind of iffy. Galactic bounty hunter, one of my favorites, but not my favorite, but I have him. He's very cool. Uh, weird rainbow hair bear, creepy. Pizza dude, eh, it's interesting. Uh, like a mummy queen Sarah. lady. That's pretty cool. Uh, Firefighter. Pretty That's cool. That's good. Johnny That's good. Thunder Reborn. That is good. Oh, I'm so angry I didn't get this. I looked for so long to get this figure, but I could never find it. So instead, I just got the bounty hunter. Um, Gardening Lady with a flamingo for the first time. I, I'm still hoping that Lego is slowly building up to making a uh, yeah. Lego City Zoo line where there's multiple sets that each ha- portray an exhibit, and you can combine them it's together. It's like a modular zoo. Yes, just like each one is an exhibit, and you combine them together, like the paths connect into one bigger path. Ugh. To continue, the mountain biker who comes with a bike in a minifigure pack. I think that's pretty cool, in my opinion. Um, the Fright Knight, number one, awesome ghost sword. Number two, acknowledging one of the lesser-known castle sub-themes because yeah. it was called Fright Night. I That's remember cool. that. The programmer <laughs> with a cool little droid robot and a pretty cool uh, binary torso print. Shower dude with a green rubber duck. That's pretty cool. Um, the dog walker, or as I put it, the pooper scooper, because that's technically what it is, comes with both a... It's a pug and a dachshund. Ah. Dachshund, actually. Dachshund. I have the Dachshund. I have this one as well. I've named the Dachshund Richmond. Um, the fox personage. Kind of creepy, but, yeah. With an interesting colored chicken that I don't think we've seen before. Um, gamer dude with green hair and a controller. And the Monkey King, who was actually just a foreshadowing of Monkey Kid. Yeah, I like some of the figures, but for me, this whole series was more about the accessories mm. and the hats on the minifigures. Right, so Johnny Thunder's hat, which is a different variant than the standard fedora, it's wider mm. that they only do for like modern Johnny Thunder. 
there's the yeah. fire woman's hat that has hair built into it. There's the rugby hat. I think is a new color. And the football mold, which opens up that possibility. The white laptop, the dark blue two by two rounded plates, the rubber ducky, the dogs, the bag chicken. It's more about the accessories, this one. Yeah. Do you have a favorite figure from all of these? I don't know if it's Blacktron, but that space bounty hunter yeah, looks... Yeah, the bounty hunter from Blacktron. He's really cool. That fox girl, I like. He reminds me of, like, a fantastic Mr. Fox. Just put a black head in there and... Yeah. I also like the dual-molded legs they're putting in. If I'm correct, they have seven out of, I believe, 16 of these figures have dual-molded legs, which I think is pretty cool. And everyone has leg printing, except for the panda dude. Well, it has two different colored legs. What did you expect? And they do use a lot of that nice coral color. Something I'm realizing with this series is actually, so, uh, seven of these, seven of the 16 of these figures have dual molded legs, and six of the 16 of them have dual molded arms. In my opinion, dual molded arms are better in flesh tone if it's a short sleeve, because the standard yellow minifigures, you can get away with just having plain arms, but with licensed ones, it looks nicer. It's also really good for superheroes and Star Wars minifigures, right? I'm waiting for them to make a collectible minifigure with a white arm with a blue shoulder, because that's what the 500 first troopers are missing. My favorite minifigure, I couldn't decide. It's Mm. Mad-Eye Moody and Killer Moth. Mad-Eye Moody, I own Mad-Eye Moody, not Killer Moth. Killer Moth is from Batman series too, and uh, Mad-Eye Moody is from the Harry Potter series. And he's really cool because you can turn him into Barty Crouch. They give you the head and hair and uh, the flask. And he looks really good because there's so much detail. And he would have been picked. But Killer Moth screams happiness in bright color. And I like Killer Moth. Like seven years of my life, Killer Moth has been in my life and I never had him. They finally created him in that form in 2016. I didn't get that set. I regret it so much because all the figures were great this killer moth is beautiful and has a cool space laser gun and i don't know it's bright green and spring not spring lime green and red and orange and purple and yellow and trans orange i don't know i like it i like both of these figures They both have uh, very specific things that appeal to you, which I think is a whole part of ranking anything. It has to be biased, because unless you're using a non-biased, which is very hard to achieve system, then, yeah. Good picks. I actually had uh, Mad-Eye Moody on my list, but he was cut off in, like, the top five or something. All right, I want to see your favorite fig. My favorite figure is actually one that I own, and I'm also probably going to get a lot of hate about this, too. Why do I keep saying this? This is my favorite figure. I have him. He is a licensed character, probably one of my favorite movie characters because he embodies a lot. Wait, can I try to guess? Sure. I don't know what it is. Is it from the Harry Potter series? No. Oh, man, I thought it was going to be Grindelwald. Ah, no, this is my 
No, it's not Grindelwald. It's Lice is actually probably... Is it from um, Disney? Disney 2? It is from a Disney series. Good job. I'm not quite sure which one it is. Three, two, one. My favorite figure is... Jack Skellington. Oh! Jack is one of, if not my favorite characters. He comes with four snowflake pieces, which are pretty cool. I think exclusive, but maybe not exclusive. And then it also comes with the, I think this is the first edition of the new box piece. The new, like, shorter box piece. I think this is the first time that it appeared. It comes with this really interesting, cool-looking, like, hypnotizing design of a present. And inside you can put the snowflakes, not all of them, sadly, but most of them. And then it comes with a pretty cool-looking head that I think embodies who Jack is. Um, it comes with a really cool neck piece that, first of all, makes Jack taller because he's very tall. And it also uh, very closely replicates his cool bat bow tie. And then, like, everywhere on this figure, there is printing for the stripes of his, like, pinstripe suit. It's black and white, but there's hardly any gray in it. It's just black and white. Mm-hmm. And then it also comes with a really interesting-looking, um, like, tailcoat piece that looks like just, like, a normal tailcoat, but it has a bunch of different length, um, like, little fringes. But I really like this. Jack is one of my favorite characters from The Nightmare Before Christmas. One of, if not the best, Christmas slash Halloween movies, because there's only one Christmas slash Halloween movie. I love this movie. I think it's interesting because the way way that this specific movie is portrayed compared to some other horror-type Tim Burton animated claymation, whatever it's called, movies, I don't think it, I think it's not as scary as some other ones. I've never seen any other ones, so I don't know what I'm talking about. Don't judge me on this. Thank you. But, I mean, literally, I saw this when I was, what? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just because I've grown up with it that I'm kind of used to it. And that is why it's my favorite figure, because it's awesome. I remember spending nearly 20 minutes, nearly half an hour in the Lego store feeling the bags, trying to find it. Thank you. That is my favorite figure. To sum it up, he's my favorite figure because he's one of my favorite movie characters. He's cool. So ah. we talked a bit earlier about Star Wars, a Clone Wars series, and um, a Clone Trooper series. Where do you think it's going to... Besides licenses, where do you think this is going? Um, I think that they're going to continue doing the normal themes and then i think definitely they're probably going to be making another disney theme disney series i think outside of licenses oh outside of licenses i have no idea it's going to be crazy you never know what they're going to do dc in my opinion the new dc superheroes was kind of just like um it was kind of something new that kind of opened up possibilities for a marvel series Maybe, hopefully, a Star Wars series, but maybe eventually it will turn into only licensed series, but... That would be nice. I don't know. I want them to... I really liked about series uh, 19, how they were able to showcase some, like, nostalgia 
um, in this instance, three different fiends from the past of Leo, Blacktron, Bright Knights, and Adventurers. So I kind of want them to continue with that and make some more things. Like, for instance, I know in, uh, in like, 2016, 2015, they made a spy minifigure that was uh, yep, original I really agents. love that. Yeah, that was that was very close to being one of my favorites. It also looks like a Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible, mm. which they put out around that time. So, you never know. I think and I hope that they're going to continue with this nostalgia remake thing, but I don't know. Yeah, right now, on average, more than three. If you include the Unikitty and the Buildable series, for bl- so the blind bags they've been releasing on average, it rounds to four a year. Mm. However, if you don't include those, on average, over three series a year. And that's what it feels like. It does feel like they're putting out three series a year. And right now, what, they're, what they tend to do is they're putting out, like, one licensed a year, one stand, and then I think two standards. Mm-hmm. I would like it to be two licenses. Maybe three standards. Because they're having DC Superheroes, Mario, Buildable. And possibly Harry Potter 2, although it's not possible because it is happening. So that's three licensed. And then they've already done Series 19, Series 20. So they might do another Series 20. They might do Series 21, or they might wait until January to do Series 21. Yeah, I just want... Because what I like about the licenses is that they're exploring different areas of canon. Mm. Like with Marvel right now, they're exploring a more comic-y aesthetic. They've been Mm. there for a couple years outside of the movie sets. DC though, they're trying to go for this realistic. I don't know. I don't own many of the new DC sets. It's kind of comic-y, but kind of movie. Not as dark mm-hmm. as the movie, but not as bright as the comic. And mm-hmm. I think they really need to choose. Yeah. Because with the Marvel sets, I prefer the movie ones just because I can use the parts in other ways. They're less bright. But if they have more licensed themes a year. It would be cool because then new lines can spring out of a collectible. Like take Simpsons, for instance. Mm. Very small line, only two big sets, but it counts as a line. And while those sets are good from a Simpsons standpoint, they're also really good sets as a, as a fully furnished, fully enclosed house. Yeah. I don't own any of them. So, or with the Disney series, right? And then the Disney castle. Oh, don't get me started on that. We need to do an episode on Disney. Oh, I know. Sorry. I know that you're not especially a Disney fan, but I kind of want to do an episode about how they've been doing these bigger Disney sets, such as the castle and the train station and the buildable Mickey and Minnie. I had high hopes for what was going for what was Mickey and Minnie. I didn't know it was that until it was like revealed, but I had hopes for some other things expand into our own episode maybe just i'll talk in that episode and you can just provide commentary yeah i'll just give my two cents on it in less than 30 seconds but i don't want to spend 300 dollars plus on this giant beautiful set when i could get two modular buildings for the same price yeah or i could get ridiculous amount of 501st legion sets which I'm going to be doing, spending that amount of money on 501st Legion and droid tanks. They're going to make, they have to make a Star Wars. It's their biggest license. Yeah. Like Disney, the Disney series, right? 
They mm-hmm. did, the Disney licenses they had were Princess, Star Wars, and Marvel. Pixar. Pixar is a weird thing because they haven't done much with Pixar. They've done it, but they haven't done much. Most of it is like small four plus sets. Yeah, all the modern stuff is four plus, which is annoying. Because it's like, I want a car. I like cars. I like Toy Story a lot. I grew up on Toy Story. I want my minifigures in, but I don't want a lame. Ugh. I just can't it's a take whole deal. Because I have to spend so much money just for the minifigures, and then a ton of money if I want to make an Andy's room mock. Mm. So it's painful. Thank Question you. What licenses other than Star Wars would you? want them to make into a CMF series if no regardless of if they could obtain the license what license I want a Toy Story CMF with every single toy in Andy's room I want a Lego Mr. Potato Head I've never done that I could kind of imagine that as like a custom molded torso on and then like the torso partially covers some normal minifigure legs and then they could have normal minifigure arms on the sides. I feel and then, like, like a stud being... or so on top for, like, a hat. Well, they've done custom arms, like, for the cactus girl. So I think what it would be it would be short minifig legs, mm, a minifig yeah. torso, and then kind of an Ewok thing. Oh, yeah. A special mold that creates the whole potato head thing. And a stud on the top for the hat. And then one-off arms. And, but they can use that same arms and that same base mold for Mrs. Potato Head. What I want, I don't know if they'd make this into a CMF since none of them are minifigures, but they could do one with animals. Just a bunch of unique molds. Like, they have a flamingo, they have, like, three different snakes. That would be so financially ruinous for them, though. They would have to charge, like, $10 per blind bag. Oh, yeah. It would be hilarious. Instead of Mr. Gold, Mr. Elephant. (laughs) They include elephant. One elephant in every... 100 boxes, mm-hmm. right? Except you can obviously see where the elephant is because it takes up the entire box. Hmm. We don't talk about the elephant in the box here, you know? I see what you did there, elephant in the room, elephant in the box. <laughs> Very funny, um. What other license? I want two series, three Star Wars series, right? I want the obs- prequels set, original trilogy set, and a Clone Wars series. Before, a Clone Wars series to all the characters we didn't get. A Clone Trooper series, which means every single character in that series is massable by some extent. I think that that might be something that we could do is make a Clone Wars series. Make a Clone Trooper series. That could be something that we could do on the show. Is We could be like, totally. we could figure out what minifigures we would want. How many? Because we can have any 16 to 22. Um, but yeah, that could be something we do where we could like figure out which ones we want, um, and then just like make our own wish list. Yeah, I think that'd be pretty cool. In terms of Star Wars for prequels, though, I would want all the prequels Jedi. So like the long neck dude in Yaddle, Yarrow Poof, Yarrow Poof. That's his name. And like a buff Kit Fisto, or just you know proper Kit Fisto, <laughs> you know. Kid Fisto, done as Kid Fisto. Well, and then in, no Kid Fisto, and then in the Clone Wars, they give us like underwater Kid Fisto. 
Yeah. That would because Kid Fisto is awesome, but they'd never the head looks more like but even the one in episode two who he's just like ding he just smiles at the camera and he can't even fight well on episode two he's just randomly swinging a lightsaber and then yeah oh by the way how did kid fisto die because we didn't see him in episode three yes we did he went with mace windu and agent agent oh okay sorry sniped by the sheath spin (laughs) yes it's sad because he has no swordsmanship in the movies because he has his huge gloves on but in the Clone Wars, he's this graceful buff warrior of buffness. Actually, can we just get a Kid Fisto CMF series? But there's only like two that you could have. Kid Fisto. Kid Fisto would smile because you know it's a mold. Kid Fisto would smile without shirt underwater. Kid Fisto without smile under without shirt underwater. Nida Arveb. Kid Nida Arved dying. Dead Navar <laughs> Dead Nidarved. Kid Fisto with two lightsabers. Is Kid Fisto have a, who's Kid Fisto's clone commander? I can't remember. He died in fighting Grievous. I don't know if he got a replacement. It was this red guy. They could include him. His but name was Phil. Yeah. Just he was that. killed by Gore, who was the big dude. Yeah. Was like, just give us a Kid Fisto series, Lego. Please. That's what we're... Mm-hmm. Just an incredible sidetrack here, but I think that they should have included Hondo in the new Resistance ITS transport, summer 2020. Because Hondo would be in the Millennium Falcon ride. First of all, they're not going to make another Millennium Falcon for just Galaxy's Edge. They're not. No, it would just be a cockpit. Mm, That's actually a pretty good idea. It would be probably a Disneyland exclusive, though. But I don't care. I will go. I will spend the hundreds of dollars to go to Disneyland, probably by the time they put that out. It'll cost $100 for, like, 300 pieces, a Hondo, a droid, and a passenger. Oh, the awesome droid with the... His name is R5P8, and he has awesome, like, teeth. And he has a blaster affixed to his head. I remember that. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty cool. I want them... I hope they make Galaxy's Edge line. I feel like our next episodes that we record, we could probably put the Pirates episode that we're writing right now on hold is do disney and lego star wars collectible minifigures look we've just written two we've just written at least five episodes okay before we go we wrap this up we should just talk about weird licenses that would be fun to have a minifigure series for even like a 10 minifigure minifigure series because then as small as 12 so it's doable like a limited run. Weird. Ooh. I would want a Phineas and Ferb license series. With all mm. molded heads. And it would work because there's a new movie coming out. And they should totally do it. Yeah, Lego w- was doing a Phineas and Ferb bird game. I, I can really talk. They were doing a bird game. and it Board got game? Yes, a board game. But I guess it was boring because it got, it got cancelled. I don't know. How about you? Any weird licenses that you want CMF for? I don't have anything specific. Just name a weird license that LEGO has or hasn't done. Oh, they're never going to do this, but exclusive Disney Parks characters. Hello, Hatbox Ghost. 
from the Haunted Mansion. They could do a bunch of the Haunted Mansion ghosts. They could do, like, literal just cast members. The Yeti. I mean, sorry. Yeah, the Yeti from Matterhorn. They could do Mr. Toad. They could do, like, creepy small world children. How about the realistic actors line? Where it just people pay money to have Lego CMFs made of them? Will, oh man, I got another Will Arnett, a Chris Pratt. Just, just a line of that, a Will Ferrell. <laughs> Ralph Fiennes. I wonder who else they would do. Yeah, also, the one other thing they might, probably not, but pop culture. Just the weirdest licenses. Mm. So, like, no 80s licenses. Night Court. I mean, they're not going to do a Mission Impossible or a Knight Rider and stuff, because they've already done it for Dimensions, but a Night Court line, or just Save by the Bell line. Weird lines. Different strokes. A Brady Bunch collectible minifigures. An Andy Griffith line. There are so many possibilities. Yep. Like I will not make. Nope. Never. This has been a really good episode. We now have the idea for three episodes that spin off this. I and can count four. at least five, but yes, three. And then a few more that go from topics that we've discussed. But yeah, that's collectible minifigures. 2010 to now. 35 blind bags series, 33 minifig series. Tons of different versions of characters we may or may not have already had. Mm-hmm. And it is cool. So thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the Brickle Podcast. If you want to help us continue with the show, please rate us on whatever podcasting platform you're using. It really helps. Also, please subscribe to our show so that you can be one of the first to know when we have a new show up. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Podbeat, Google Podcasts, Amazon Alexa, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Just ask your smart home to play the Brick Built Podcast. Make sure to spread the word. Thanks for listening. Have a great time stealing those blind bags.